Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. on speed street happy um mid-november to you happy yeah i know because people are listening to a different uh time we're recording on thursday connor daly joey molinero what's up brother uh you know what this is a great we're in a different studio today for those that aren't watching on the youtube and it uh feels great uh well not the well, same studio just different room right really cool yeah, I feel like a real. I feel like real podcasters today. This is, uh, yeah. For those watching on YouTube, and you can uh, <laughs> on my channel, Joey Molinero, uh, much more space. We have a desk. A desk. Now it looks like we're reporting for Channel Five News. Yeah. Uh, me and Connor are anchors local PBS now. affiliate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a good anchor voice? Do you have a good news broadcast voice? I don't think so, but everyone tells me that say they do say that I could do like commentating eventually like race like racing commentating oh yeah for sure and i even had this i had this one lady the other day say like wow your voice is like way deeper than i thought and i was like i don't i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but like i think i could do some commentating or some stern talking about well there's traffic on the west side today (laughs) there you go you do man you got some you got some nice uh silky pipes you know silky pipes yeah silky (laughs) pipes with a little bit of a draw you know yeah well and sometimes like let's say you have a couple um tito's and sodas right and Mm -hmm. then you start getting real southern and i and Mm. there's a there's a, a southern accent that sometimes pops out of me but then if i go like see my irish family You'd be surprised. I will actually pick up an Irish accent again because my family is very Irish and they are, well, living in Ireland. So the yeah. accent has not gone away. So I can change. I have multiple identities, I think. I do. That happens to me too, though, dude. Because, you know, it's like if I even when I when I go to Pittsburgh and I go to Pittsburgh mm. fairly regularly, you know, Pittsburgh has a little there's bit an of accent. Uh, there's a Yenzer accent there. And so all <laughs> of a sudden I start picking that picking that up. That's why I'm like, I'd like to go live in London for like three months because I really feel like if I came back from there after three months of being there. 
I would have a really, really solid, solid British accent. Well, as someone who lived there for three years, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about. I it. don't. I didn't. I didn't want it after a while. There was a few things I started saying. Like there's still things that I say today that sometimes comes out like with a bit of an accent because like they say quite a lot like oh that's quite a lot of the you know whatever that and mm-hmm. I'm like oh I, I say that a lot and sometimes twang it into British stuff but I also love America so I just decided to keep to my own you know my own accent yeah that's good but Qu- British quite, people yeah. do sound cool like there's no doubt oh, about dude, it. like yeah. they just sound cooler than us you understand why you know the chicks that you met in high school and college they were all over the foreign guy <laughs> exactly just because it's different it and it's I'll cool. I'll see it a thousand times. Yeah. Now, does that work for the Irish accent? Uh, no, for because you I Irish can't lads? just like turn it on. I, ha- I it, it would yeah. if I was like full-time Irish here in America, but I can't just turn. I have to be around other Irish folk. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Accents, you got to hear it and then yeah. it comes out. They put you up like two and a half points on the hot scale. I think you know? so. Like uh, yeah. if we had a British accent people would probably listen to the podcast even more than what they already do. Poten- potentially. And I, as, a, as a young man who grew up in, a, in the racing world, obviously a lot of foreigners coming mm-hmm. over. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a young, young man on the search for love, well, guess who's probably going to get talked to more than you are in the racing community? The foreign drivers. Because guess what? They sound way cooler than you do. Look at, I've seen uh, it once and I'll see it a thousand times. Look at our, our mate, Jack Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Jack has a very very british accent he is a very very oh, yes. uh, you know Super he british. is a brit uh, through and through and uh he's you know he's a good looking guy but yeah. i think that if he just talked like you and me we wouldn't give the same attention i don't know i i, th- I think jack jack was my teammate in 2013 long time i've known jack a long time yeah he's a great man great dude yeah i actually was at uh coach's tavern one of our favorite oh. spots over the weekend <laughs> after the pacers game on saturday and uh, these two these two mates from uh, England were here for the Colts game. They really, were, yeah, yeah. This guy was they're they're from London, and they were uh, one of them was a huge Colts fan. One of them is a huge Miami Dolphins fan. So they went. Interesting. Uh, they they went from London to Miami, watched the Thursday night football Miami Dolphins Baltimore Ravens game, and then they came up from Miami to Indy uh, to see the Colts on Sunday. Wow. And so they were running us through everything. And he was, <laughs> you know, I'm a big John Fatello fan. Oh, I think wow. he runs through the wall like I think he was just going wow. crazy about big John Fatello, not big Carson Wins fan. Wow. Through the wall. Through the wall. Through the wall. I love, love, love the way that John Fatello runs through the wall, through the brick. Yeah. So it was, uh, that it was, was good. a good one. I'm not going to lie. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which part of England that was, but I it was definitely there. They said uh, definitely there. He said he 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 thinks that Carson Wentz is a wanker. Oh yep, okay, big yeah. wanker that guy. Sometimes I mean, there sometimes I think Carson is. <laughs> I, I like Carson, but sometimes you know makes some questionable decisions. Carson looks like one of your fellow people. Yeah. Are <laughs> you talking a ginger? <laughs> well, he looks like he would fellow people. He looks like he celebrates St. Patrick's Day a lot. I'm. Sh- I hope he does. Yeah. I really hope he does, purely for the fact that he has a lot of red hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he just had a baby as well. So uh, congrats, for, congrats Carson, to Carson. Huh? Uh, I, th- I believe a second girl actually. You see Isn't what he said? He was like, he told his wife if she was in labor during the game, like he would not miss the game. He was like, if you uh, go into labor. At like eleven or noon, <laughs> yeah. I'm not one missing. o'clock kick. Yeah, yeah, like one it's o'clock one o'clock kick into the into the labor room. I got to appreciate the uh, 
the dedication there. But this is Speed Street. Um, be sure we are on YouTube, like we mentioned, in this cool new studio at uh, Roundtable Recording in Broad Ripple. And uh, so be sure to follow on that. Follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, review. They oh, keep yes. growing. We keep getting more subscribers. I'm checking the numbers. They've gone up each and every week, so we appreciate you for that. But we also, like we said before, we'd love to see your feedback, what you like, what you don't like. Everything's been very kind so far. And again, the reason we ask you to do that is because it helps us grow the show. It helps for people searching for new podcasts to pop up on their feed and the algorithm and say, hey, you like podcasts? You like Two Funny Dudes? You like yep. indie? You like uh, racing? Here's your guys. So please go do that. We also thank the shop, Connor. Yes, great people there. Great people at the shop. We record in Broad Ripple. They got uh, the shop indie. They have one of their stores, uh, their brick and mortar stores uh, right there in Broad Ripple. One in Carmel Clay Terrace. So the holidays coming up. I know all the race fans that are listening, all the fans of whether it be, unfortunately, right now, the Pacers or the Colts <laughs> um, or Indiana basketball or Purdue or whatever. It is, that's where you go get your gear. So we thank you uh, to the shop for whipping up our logo. Appreciate you guys a lot. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. Connor's future. <laughs> going to get in a little bit of that news that we saw coming up this week. Um, there was a Formula One race that Formula happened. Formula One race. People have questions about that. We have about 12, 15 questions of yours that we're going to get into. We always answer the listener questions. Uh, the Colts are on hard knocks. We got um, oh, that's right. yeah. we got uh, artists um, defic- defecating on NASCAR fans. What was that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot. Oh, a lot. was that that lady from the uh, from the music festival? Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. that was a re- that was not a good video. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, but let's start, man. We we we're recording on Thursday. The news really broke on Wednesday, I believe, mm-hmm. um, about Air Force uh, splitting ways with Ed Carpenter Racing, the 20 car uh, that was yours. So just want to open it up to you, man, kind of, um, you know, tell us about that and uh, kind of what, what's to come next with that. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, we, we've known for probably three weeks or so. So we, we've kind of known that it's coming and, and it's obviously, it's one of those things that it's a government deal, right? So it's, it's, very, it's only one year at a time. So really every off season, we're kind of like, well, we hope they come back. You know what I mean? And, and it's, uh, you know, it's been a successful program and there's obviously, you know, uh, a changing of the administration changes things a lot when it comes to military spending and, and all that, t- all that stuff. So when it, when it comes down to 2020 was not affected by the change of administration because that budget was already set in 2019. So 2021 is the first year, um, you know, where kind of, uh, things are a little bit different. And then now as they evaluate into 2022, it's like, now it's completely changed. Like now it's a completely new, like, philosophy on what's going on, obviously. So there was, there was a pretty big government budget cut when it came to the air force and what they, you know, what they could spend on, uh, you know, in their recruiting budget. So, so yeah, we were, we were definitely a victim of that. I think it wasn't necessarily anything that the team did or we did or anything like that. Cause like, I think for the, for the most part, we saw a lot of the numbers were very successful. Um, but in the end, you know, there's, it's millions of dollars, right? So if, if the government, I mean, and the government more than any other company, more than any other sponsorship type program is very highly scrutinized. So we always knew that if there was, you know, one year where the numbers weren't exactly where they needed to be, then it probably wasn't going to come back. When you say numbers, we're talking ROI, right? Like turn so on, investment. on their investment. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've done a great job and I think <clears throat> sadly over the last two years, obviously they've been difficult, right? There's been, you know, the, the pandemic and all that stuff. So we didn't 
really get to fully use the budget, I would say, as much as we could. Because even at the beginning of the 2021 season this year, there were still restrictions in place. Yeah. You know, couldn't necessarily do as much in the fan zone that the Air Force usually like to do with their, you know, their recruiting setups. So it was definitely a bit of a shame. And I think, um, you know, there's there's a couple factors that that really lead to it. You know, TV ratings are, are one thing that are very, very important as well because if they back-to-back it to NASCAR, right? Because Air Force are still involved with NASCAR with Richard Petty Motorsports and Eric Jones. Um, you know, we, we still have work to do on the TV rating side. Like everyone knows that. So, uh, I think IndyCar is doing a good job. It's going the right way. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're just, we just weren't, uh, weren't there overall. And, and it is what it is. Like, I think the marketing folks that, that are part of the air force deal, they're like, they're really upset about it because, you know, they, they've really enjoyed it and, and the work that we've done and, and the progress that we've made. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's government. So it's either yes or no, you're either in or out and you got to make sure that, uh, you know, you're on the right side of it. And honestly, we still have the opportunity to potentially do the Indy 500 with them. I think they, you know, they know how uh, rewarding that event is. And obviously it went quite well for us last year. So they're definitely highly interested in, you know, continuing to do uh, maybe just the Indy 500 with me. It feels like it just makes, yeah, too much sense. Like a perfect yeah. marriage. Memorial yes. Day weekend, Air Force. Exactly. I mean, come on. And so, you know, and obviously that would be, you know, a lesser, like it's less than what they would have spent, uh, you know, for the, for the, you know, major involvement that they would have had like last year. So it is what it is, man. I mean, we, uh, we kind of, I, I've been going along this, you know, this off season as if they weren't going to come back. Cause you have to. So like I, we have other things in play and, you know, I've, I, I met with Ed yesterday and, you know, we still have the potential to put the exact same program together in IndyCar. Um, but you know, I also have this plan B of, of potentially going NASCAR truck racing. Like I, I really, you know, have this idea in my head that look, if, if everything doesn't line up and we can't necessarily do a full season in IndyCar, it's hard to do like not quite a full season in IndyCar. Cause then it just, you kind of just, not, you don't really feel like a placeholder, but you're just kind of like, you're there, but not really there. Like sure. you're not competing for the championship. So like right. you're just there week in and week out and, and, you know, hoping that maybe you trip over a race win or, or if everything, you know, if, if the team and all of us together put everything in the right, you know, in the right direction and we can get a win, that's awesome. But still say we, you know, win the first two races or something like that. It's like, well, you're not competing for the championship. So it's like, it's kind of an odd, it's an odd program. So I really hope to be able to put together something with Ed. And if we, you know, have all the partners that we think we have, you know, continue to move forward, then we could be there again, which is, you know, a high possibility. So I know that there are other people in the running though. There are other people out there with some budget, some money. Um, and, you know, we'll just have to see what happens in the end. It's going to be up to Ed as well on, on what him and the team wants to do financially. Cause they got to keep the doors open. Um, but yeah, we've got a plan a, we've got a plan B. And I think, uh, I, I still feel fine about everything. It is very sad. Like it's, it's annoying to lose a, a big sponsor like that. It's, it, it's, it sucks. But if I didn't have anything going on the back end, then, it, you know, then I'd be like, Oh, that really sucks. But to be yeah. fair, we have a lot of stuff going on on the other, on the, on the back end, which is nice. So if it's plan B and you were to do NASCAR truck racing, so you'd still be able to potentially do the Indy 500, even if you were doing NASCAR truck racing. As yes, as far as I know, yes, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, some interesting travel. I might have to do a private jet deal with someone. <laughs> I don't know. But as I've looked at it, I do believe it is a possibility. Um, and I mean, I've certainly moved forward as if, you know, as if it is, there's a couple truck races during the month of May. Um, but a lot of them are at night, uh, which help, um, because obviously we don't do anything at night at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
So, uh, so yeah, so we'll see. It, it's, it's kind of all, we, we got to figure out what we have first and then we kind of go into the real details of it. Tough question on the spot here. Yes. If you had to choose doing the Indy 500 or a full season of truck racing, what do you do? Well, see, that's hard because the Indy 500 itself is awesome. But like, think of the rest of the year where you're just sitting around and hating everything because you're not doing anything. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I, I would honestly, if I had to choose one or the other, I would go full-time truck racing because it's, it gives me a chance to compete every single weekend. Yeah. And if you then, you know, move up the NASCAR ladder, like we obviously realize the cup series, it is possible to do the double, right? Like, so, yep. you know, you could do the Indy 500. I, I definitely don't think, you know, it's impossible to, um, you know, it's impossible to, you know, rule out either one. So, so we'll see, but, but that, that is a tough question, but I, I think for me as a driver who wants to compete and wants to win races, I'd rather have 24 shots at that, you know, even though the Indy 500 is still the biggest, but you know, going NASCAR racing and especially truck racing is still a very competitive high level of, mm -hmm. of motor racing. And it would also be like a new, you know, chapter of life. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm turning 30 in December and like, I've, I've lived, uh, you know, my IndyCar career has definitely been tumultuous and there's been a lot of great times. You know, we've had a lot of really oddly rough times that I still don't understand, but, um, you know, sometimes in life you gotta, you gotta turn the page. So there, there could be that opportunity as well. However, after saying all that, my heart's still in IndyCar. So like, I, I really wish yeah. I could be competing every weekend and, you know, against some of my best friends, right? Some of my good friends and, and people that I've you know, that I know. And, and, you know, that's my family, right? Uh, all those, so many, I've driven for all the teams now almost. So yeah. most of those guys are my family. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So with, with the truck series, then you kind of alluded to it, but it could potentially open up doors, other doors in NASCAR, right? So oh, if you go to sure. the truck series, have success there, then all of a sudden you're finding yourself, you know, in Xfinity or then eventually the like there's those opportunities there. I mean, you hope so. Yeah. I mean that for, for me, if I was to do it, you know, I'd definitely be committed, right? If you're going to go that route, you got to be committed. I might even have to move to Charlotte. So I, you know, we might be doing our podcast Dang, via yeah. the Zoom All network. Right. I don't it's know. possible. That's, that's so, fine. Uh, so, so we'll see. I mean, I think there's, um, there's, there's the possibility for multiple things to happen, but without a doubt, if you're going to do the NASCAR move, you got to be committed to it. And that's, you know, that's what I want to do. So we'll see. It's, it's an interesting situation to be in. So who knows? Is there a deadline? Is there a time frame? Like wh when can we expect some more solid answers uh, for when, what, what Connor Daly's future exactly holds? You At least what? in 2022. Yeah. I mean, I think it's without a doubt, a lot of companies, budgets and people that we're talking to, everything kind of gets, we want to have it all at least a clear picture before Christmas, right? Because people like to get things sorted out before Christmas. Because if, because then you go through like, no one really does a lot of work the week of Christmas and no, then no one really week. does a lot of work after like Christmas fake and week. New Year's is vacation for everyone yeah. or they're like, ah, we'll just get to it in January. You know exactly. what I mean? Like well, I've been through that before and then you get to the first week of January and they're like, then you're hungover from Christmas yep. and New Year's. Uh -huh. and so you're like, 
Well, now we're not going to do anything until like the second week of January. So why don't we just put it off till uh, after the Super Bowl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're on an odd. Now it's the spring, and you're like, what happened, to everyone? So, so yeah. So I, I think realistically, getting things tied up or at least uh, a clear picture before Christmas is the idea. Um, after Thanksgiving, actually, someone literally told me the other day. They're like. Yeah, not really. Not much happens really after Thanksgiving until Christmas. I was like, I mean, there's a lot that happens. <laughs> like that's that's not true. Yeah. There's a lot that goes on. So it's just it's just getting people to do like just get stuff done. And I think I think we can. So we'll see. Corporate America, we got to get through it all. And uh, you know, we're talking to some great people. So I I think there's a high possibility of um, you know a lot of great things happening. And the future is bright. Because uh, I have to stay positive or else you sound like a dummy. <laughs> now, obviously, you're a very uh, popular driver. You know, you're, you're, you're a fan favorite. Uh, you have a, a really good social media following, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, you know, not whatever enough, it is. Though. Not not There's another, okay. sto- there's another fine. story that comes with that. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, wh- how does that play into now when you're trying to link up with these companies? You're trying to, you know, what? how much of, of that is a factor when you're putting it on the table? Hey, here's me as a driver, but also... You know, I'm I'm a really marketable guy. Yeah, where does that come into play? Well, I think it's super important. I like like one of the company, you know, one of the main companies that we're obviously working with is Mankind, who was uh, the my the diabetes sponsor that I had for the Indy GP, mm-hmm, the Tired mm-hmm. of Pricks car, which was a great car. Great. Um, you know, and they're you know they obviously got in at a small level, just one event this year, and um, you know we obviously want to grow that program. We did a, a lot of really cool stuff with uh, you know kids living with type one diabetes. Um, you know, did a lot of speaking for them at different events on, on how, uh, you know, I've lived my life. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's something that is really, really cool. we got a lot of really great ideas, I think for the future, not only for, you know, it's great to, you know, be able to have a, a, a partnership like that. And like, yes, it helps me go racing, but also like, I want to help kids with diabetes, you know what I mean? And like, and like tell yeah. my story about that. And like, if I can, you know, we've got this really cool idea that I probably can't spoil yet, but there's just a lot of cool stuff that I think we're we're putting together that could give, you know, kids an opportunity to discover, hey, I could be a race car driver even though I have diabetes, you know what yeah, I mean? So I there's am. a there's a lot of cool stuff that we're working on there and that's but again, it's it's hard like it's hard to get people to spend a million dollars, right? Like it's not Sure. I don't have a million dollars to spend, you know what I mean? Like there are a lot of companies who you like I, people say all the time like how do they not sponsor stuff? It's like well, all these companies are successful because they're smart about the way they spend their money. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like they just throw money sure. away. So, like, if we're going to do it, like, it's got to be, a you know, a program that's put together, right? So, that's on me and my manager, Andrew, and we're trying to, you know, put all these programs together and, you know, design. Like, we've spent, we spent weeks and hours and days putting these, you know, putting these programs together. You know, and this is, these are not small deals that we're working on. You know, a million here, a million and a half right. there, you yeah. know, whatever it is. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it just takes time, it takes time, but it also takes, you know, you, it takes people believing it. You're like, Hey, we're going to get this going. So, uh, so it, there's a lot of business to it and it's the most annoying part, right? Cause like, I just, I just want to drive, but like, right. there's n- very rare and like, there's just not many seats that unless you have something that comes with you with that's green and dollars, you know, (laughs) they have presidents on them. You know what I mean? Like you really do have to have that, especially if you're going to turn the page and go to NASCAR, be like, cause no NASCAR teams. You'd be like, great. We're going to hire this guy with no money. Perfect. Awesome. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, 
yeah, it's an interesting position to be in. And I've, you know, I, I, I've kind of fallen off the wave of, uh, you know, Oh, we're going to hire this guy, uh, you know, just because we like him, it's gotta be like, Hey, Connor, we love you. But like, where's the budget going to come from? And I get it. So I, I so that's what we got to do. It's, it's all business this time of year. And it's, it's challenging. Have you thought about getting into the crypto game? Because I don't think anybody really knows what that is. So you're just like, Hey, <laughs> I got uh, six Bitcoins in my back pocket. Man, and they're like, Oh really? And they're, and you're like, yeah, it's uh you know, could be pretty profitable <laughs> here. You just kind of bullshit your way through it. I don't, I can't do that. But I mean, we, we met a lot of Bitcoin <laughs> folks, you know, Renus VK had the Bitcoin car last did, year. So yeah. I, I've learned a lot about the crypto game. I saw Roman Grosjean, old Roman Grosjeans yeah, release yeah. some NFTs or whatever. And he got shredded for that. And I don't really know why there's like, if you, if you read the comments about, on his new. NFTs, but like all these people were like, Oh, now we think way less of you. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's like, I, I think it's either people just don't understand it. That's it. Or That's it's exactly like, it. because like, I think I was like, why would you not want to understand what like people are not only creating, but like earning money on yeah. and like, it's like, it's like a mark. There's a marketplace, you know what I mean? So yep. like, I don't know much about it still, but I've been talking to some people about NFTs and, um, and, and, and Bitcoin and all that. Like I own an NFT, but I was, I was given it. I don't really know what it means, but I own one. That's, so start. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, th th there's, I mean, Landon Castle, a good friend of mine, uh, he's got a crypto sponsor Voyager on, on his, uh, you know, Xfinity car. And like, so there are crypto companies that are getting involved, uh, in motorsport, which would be cool, but we don't, we don't have any deals that are cooking right now with anyone in the crypto space, but, uh, it's definitely a great idea because, I mean, I want to own all the Bitcoins. Oh, sure. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently they're worth a lot. So yeah. let's get them. Um, what was the meeting with Ed like? Oh, I mean, Ed's fine. I like, I mean, I, I like Ed a lot. Ed's pretty realistic. He's got, you know, he, he tells me how, how it is and I tell him what I got. And then, I mean, I still train at the gym with him every day. So I, I see him every day, you know, saw him this morning. We'll see him tomorrow at the gym. You know what I mean? So right. like, is, that, we talk. is there like tension? Is it weird? No, is not it, really. Because like, it's not really his fault, right? Cause no, Air Force shot. Okay. no, it's, it's no one's fault. And like, you know, we, we all want to be better. Like they're working on stuff. Cause like I have to, I, when I go to Ed and I'm like, look, if I'm going to bring you another two and a half, three million dollars, whatever it is, like, I want to make sure that like, cause realistically, like I'm a paying customer, right? So like, mm. if, if you go in there, you'd be like, well, I, I better, you know, see like, wh what are we doing to get better? How do we, uh, what are we all doing to get better? And of course those guys are like, they're working hard on being better because everyone wants to be better. Right. But like, as a steward of my sponsorship, right? Like you gotta be like, Hey, what are we like? What? What? what how? How's? How are us? How are we as a team going to take that next step? So, yeah. you know, Ed's got that going on, and and he's got other people. Obviously, there's. I mean, I I know of a couple other drivers that are in the, you know in the game right now, right? And they might have more money than me, which is fine. But in the end, it's going to be down to Ed. Like, what does does Ed want to keep the continuity going, keep the group effort going here, or does he want to flip a page as well? Like like maybe me flipping a page in life. So, who knows, man? But I I I definitely. Um, don't mind having those conversations. It's it's annoying because I always undersell myself. I think like I wish I had a manager for the longest time, but I, I've never had one until mm -hmm. now. But even now, my manager, Andrew, is more like on the business side. So he's not necessarily going to the teams and being like, hey, Connor, uh, I'm going to sell you to this team today and they're going to hire you because of this. And so yeah. like, I'm the one doing the talk. But like I always like if like if I'm going to go buy a car, right, 
I'm going to offer them the price that they said. I'm not going to be like, Hey, I'll give you, I'll give you three grand less than, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to hustle anyone because I just, I, I, I can't do that. I don't, I don't have that in me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So don't take advantage of me if you're trying to sell me something now, <laughs> but it's, it's something that you need a good I, I Italian, fair, you, you yeah. need a good Italian salesman on your I side. Do. You need yeah. a Joe Molinaro on your side to come yeah. in and just, uh, a yeah, gangster. Try to, exactly. That's yeah, what yeah, I need. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, so, so I, I always, you know, I, I've gotten tougher on that stuff and I've been a little bit better, I think recently, but it's still hard. It, it's annoying to have those hard conversations, mm-hmm. but thankfully none of them have been too hard so far. <laughs> do you think if it was any other owner that it would be more hard or is Ed the easiest one you think to talk to or you can't nah, really say to I, I, I don't know. I, I, all owners, you know, have a, have a similar, you know, everyone wants to keep the doors open, right? Everyone wants to keep the doors Lights open. On, I, I've enjoyed, yeah. I, I know Ed, I know Ed's family. I mean, we, I mean, I trained in Ed's house every day during the pandemic of 2020. You know what I mean? Like we, like there was obviously nothing was open, nothing was going on, but we, we trained in the gym together in his basement every day. Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, so I got to know him really well and, and, you know, had cookouts at the house, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, no, no Tony and, and, um, Tony George. And I mean, the, I mean, it's, it's a great group of people. So, you know, I would say I'm closer to Ed than I've been with any other owner mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, but every, you know, everyone's got a, everyone's, you know, everyone's got to keep the doors open. Business first. Business first, I think. And yeah. that's 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 what matters. And you got to always remember that for sure. Have you talked to any other drivers, any other, any of your buddies, any advice going Not around? Not really. Anything? I, I, haven't ta- I haven't seen Alex in forever. I haven't seen anyone in a long time. The only the only person yeah, I've... Geez, what's Rossi hit, doing? He's traveling the freaking he's, world, yeah, man. Racing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, man, I haven't really talked. Hinch texted me yesterday like, hey, man, sorry about that. And actually, Grosjean, uh, Grosjean texted me. I, t- I talked to Grosjean more than really anyone about random stuff, and he's kind of always been wanting an update on it. He texted me this morning. He say, sorry, man, sorry to, sorry to hear about the Air Force. So he's been cool. But, yeah, I mean, haven't really seen many other drivers. Like, went out to the Nitro Rallycross race over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, and they had interest in having you out, too, this weekend. I know, man. I but don't Here's worry, because my race got canceled too. So now I'm not going. You're either. not going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I felt bad. Yeah, because it was a very, it's a very kind offer, and well, let's get to the story. But um, we've been traveling like crazy. Yeah. We got some things going on this weekend that I'll get to. So what's the story? What happened? Why you get canceled this well, weekend? Well, so this this is a this is a tough one. This is this is how the week has gone. You know what I mean? We okay. got the air. We got sponsors pulling out. It rains got, it pours. Man, it rains it pours. It, it's it's a it's a monsoon right now. So we. A couple of weeks ago, Travis Pastrana, great friend of mine, incredible, incredible human being, an American hero. He uh, <laughs> he comes up to me. He's he's obviously started this Nitro Rallycross series, which is absolutely incre- a great series, like yeah, yeah. tremendous series. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of manufacturers in there: Subaru, Honda, Audi, a uh, lot of every Ford, everyone. So Travis has said, "Hey, we're gonna try to get you in for uh, a race in California." Um, in like a kind of like a celebrity car, like a car that's kind of rotate. Like Kyle Busch was in it last weekend, oh, and they want to have like you know Joey Logano or Kyle Larson or you know people from other series in this car, um, which would have been a Subaru, like factory Subaru effort, like would have been Travis's teammate. Um, and and honestly, I was like, yes, absolutely. Like I that that, that was a dream of mine. Like I was you know I've, I've been a Subaru owner since I was sixteen. I have a Subaru STI in my garage. Nice. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so we. We had this planned out, and like I also originally had a race that I was already doing this weekend, this coming weekend, the nineteenth through the twenty first or whatever. Uh, the two point four hours of Les Mullets, 
down at the Freedom Factory in Florida with uh, Cletus McFarland, big YouTube guy. Very hilarious event. Lots of La like mullets. La mullets. The 2.4 hours of La Mullets is basically a bunch of old police cars with nitrous in them racing around an oval for 2.4 hours. Uh, like there was guys like Alex Bowman, Haley Deegan's down there. All the did Brian you ha- Deegan. Did you have to have a mullet to get in? No, no. no but okay. just it's a pay-per-view event, which is wild too. So Dang. like incredible uh, group of people down there. And that would have been a lot of fun, like great PR opportunity. Uh-huh. So we had to cancel that to do the rally cross race. Cause I think the rally cross race would have been, you know, a good move for my career. That's a little bit, uh, a little bit more serious, a little bit more of a serious event. Sure. Um, and so we all thought it was good. So I was, you know, booked a flight last week to go out to Phoenix. Cause we went, they were racing in Phoenix, Nitro rally cross over the weekend. Uh, and I was told that I was going to test the car, the Subaru on, on the Monday after mm-hmm, the race. So mm-hmm. I brought all my stuff out. We got it all ready to go and booked my flight, uh, got out there and I'm like, all right, sweet. I sat in the car on Saturday, you know, got used to it. I was like, oh yeah, perfect. This is a great fit. Like I fit right in Kyle Bush's seat. Um, and so I was all pumped. And then by like the end of the day, Saturday, like Travis, he was like, Hey man. So I guess there was one person or someone at Subaru that, uh, that didn't, didn't, didn't approve of you doing it. And I was like, oh man, well, that sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> After like, I, I, well, and, and this is a shame because Travis fought for me on this so hard. Like I, I have never had anyone, I don't think at a professional level care about helping me as much as Travis Pastrana. Uh-huh. I have not seen any other driver that I've ever met any other team owner, anyone who has like truly cared about creating an opportunity for me more than Travis Pastrana. And so like the truck racing thing, you know, we both raised money together to race the truck, which was a huge opportunity for me. And like, he literally tried to make this, you know, rally cross deal happen for me. Like incredible person that I, I wish I knew more people like that because he is wildly famous, has done some of the coolest stuff in the history of the world, like literally a record holder, jumping out of a plane with no parachute, doing double backflip. I mean, just the cool stuff ever, right? Crazy. And um, and yeah, and and you know what? When when he I mean, when he's got his mind on something, he's gonna do it, right? And so that's sadly again, motorsport is a so business. Who's the schmuck that said I, no? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I cannot speak bad about them because I don't know. Apparently there's an, I, I still think that like, I'm not, I, I wasn't a big enough name, but there's also apparently like someone told me last night, oh, well, I, I know the real reason, but I can't tell you. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, I don't care. You can tell me, I don't mind. You know what I mean? But someone in Subaru or something in Subaru or you know what it is it, it like if I had an extra hundred thousand dollars I'm sure it'd be fine right yeah <laughs> but I didn't and they're they like the car in rallycross it's there's a lot of uh, bumping and grinding and they obviously don't want to write off a car because that's an expensive vehicle so there's a lot of contributing factors but it definitely did <laughs> it, it, it's definitely was it Ferrucci? It was a shame. Was it that, was that, that schmuck Ferrucci? I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's it's just some of those things in racing. Like, it's just such a brutal sport. No matter what it is, IndyCar, NASCAR, like you can always it's tough, man. Like, because even like yesterday yeah. on on so because like I basically left the weekend, and it was an awesome time. Like they did a great yeah. time. Travis and I, we had a wonderful time. We got a bunch of Coors Lights and a tattoo gun on Sunday night and just ha- had an interesting evening at the casino. 
Wait, did you get another tattoo? No, I did oh. not. Thankfully, I avoided one this time. But there were some other folks, <laughs> friends of ours. Were you uh, given doing, tattoos? I did not give one either, but I watched <laughs> some people give tattoos that were not qualified tattoo artists. I uh, love it. Love but, it. Uh, Coors Lights and, and tattoo guns. It was hilarious. I watched a lot of things uh, take place there. And again, great community of people out there. The Nitro crew, all of his guys, Travis's guys, were all very nice people. But it's, it's still, you know, it, it was, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. And it makes me, you ever have things happen to you where like, now, like someone, it's not like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to be aggressive and say like, I was kind of screwed in this whole deal. But like, if you were, let's like, now I'm like, do I sell my Subaru? <laughs> you know, like I, like I was never going to sell it, but I'm like, or like now, like all I want to do is like win everything the rest of my life, which I obviously want to do anything. And then like, if somehow, I, I don't know, there, there's just, I, uh, yeah, you got the chip on your shoulder. Uh, it's just sure. this big chip. Yeah. And like they were cool to me, but also you know then I see them post on social media. Oh, who do you want to see in the celebrity car this weekend? Uh, and I was like, wait a second, I thought you guys weren't going to run it. Uh, <laughs> so dude. it's it's I don't know. I've, I've been told a few different things, but it, realistically, Travis worked his butt off to try to get me in that, and um, and he's still probably one of the coolest people that I've ever ever known, and I'm always thankful to him. But uh, yeah, it was just a shame on uh, I did not get to do that. And now I'm doing no racing this weekend, so <laughs> I'm gonna well, be an indie. <laughs> you know, um, but it was fun, and they did want us to come out there, so there was a good idea. They were like, which I was blown away at. I was the, um, one of the guys at Nitro was like, "Oh hey, we can we get Joey out here?" Uh, I said, "Joe, Joey, who? Jo <laughs> Molinaro, Mike, like my Joey?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I was like. I mean, I'll ask him. Yeah, why not? Well, I, hey, man, I'm honored. <laughs> so they're a big fan of yours, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm. I'm honored. Uh, I, I would have loved to. Um, again, we we've been traveling like crazy, and then uh, this weekend we're actually. So I'm actually going to Jack Harlow tomorrow night. Oh, Friday boy. night. I'm not a Jack Harlow fan. Why not? Well, he came to perform an indie not too long ago, and he took all the ladies in the town. <laughs> 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 uh, I basically just took them from our little table there. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so um, you know what? I, I respect him, though. Very talented human being. Right, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know Mantis, young Mantis? Yeah, yeah, Austin yeah, Taylor? yeah. Uh, fellow indie guy. He's really yeah, good he's buddies. With, yeah, he's really good buddies with Jack Harlow. Really? And, uh, yeah. And, That's hilarious. And so he got me and Rye and uh, him were in VIP on Friday night. Oh. So I actually did see him there. At the last concert as yeah. well. That's I think, where I that's where I saw him last. I think Polizzi was there too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so um so we're doing that on Friday night. That was actually after you had told me about the Nitro Cross thing. Um but yeah, so we're doing that on Friday night. Hoping to hang with Jack Harlow. You I should. already have my wife, so you know, luckily he's not going to be stealing. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't steal I that mean, lady watch from out, me. Bro. I, it's like, it's, <laughs> hey, it's I, I, it, the music game is a tough game out here. I, tough I tough a lot business. Um, yeah, hopefully he doesn't. Shit. Uh, but then Saturday, I'm, up, I'm hosting a uh, college football watch party at oh, Brothers. Really? Downtown India Brothers with uh, the uh, Indianapolis Host Committee for the college football national championship because of national championship is in Indy. Well, um, everyone in Indianapolis better be going to that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's where I need to go. There, that's where you go. Uh, brothers will, will I be get downtown. For, will I get in there? Because there's usually a there's line There's not going to be any brothers. cover. There's not going to be any cover. It's during the day. there's always a line, bro. It's during the day. It's, it's brothers. I, anytime I walk to brothers, there's a line around the block. 12, well, actually 1130. <laughs> so we're starting early. 
It's going to be a day party, 1130. Okay. Uh, I'll be there till about three or four or In whatever. The morning. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going 1130 to <laughs> yeah. 3 a.m. Close time. Yep. Um, so you guys, if you don't have anything going on, should definitely come out. Connor, you should come out as well. Deep uh, maybe I'll everybody. Be yeah. And uh, we'll have a great time. But who, who are we betting on on Saturday? Who are our locks? Um, who are our locks? You know, I haven't the looked too much. Um, I Mich- got Oregon plus three and a half. Michigan State and Ohio State play. That should be a fun one. Yeah. Purdue plays at Wrigley Field against Northwestern Ooh. at noon. So Big spread be good. on that Ohio State game. 20 points or something like that. Really? Huh? Yeah. Dang. Michigan State plus people 20 are, or something like are, that. People are high. People are high on, uh, on Ohio State. Yeah, they are. Um, but you were at, uh, going from college football to college hoops, you were at <laughs> oh. ankle on Wednesday night, yeah, right? Yeah, man. But, little Butler Butler basketball action. You're sitting courtside? This, Butler basketball I'm going to start calling you courtside Connor. <laughs> we did. Well, our buddy Deepu, who refused to come into the podcast today, no big deal. He's. I think he got nervous. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do a a section with Deepu on the podcast eventually about yeah. uh, Rick Mears history. Biggest Rick Mears, Rick Mears yeah, fan ever. Rick Mears fan of all time. Um, but yeah, we got some incredible tickets uh, through his friends uh, to sit on the floor at Hinkle Field House, which was really an incredible experience. Hinkle is a, a great place to watch basketball. Like I, I love basketball. I got to shoot around there on the court a little bit uh, back when Joey Brunk was playing at Butler. Love Joey uh, Brunk. And, and Paul Jorgensen. Paulie uh, J. Yeah, who plays now overseas. So that was really, really cool. Uh, and yeah, it was... <laughs> Tough scene last night for Butler. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a tough game kicked. to watch, honestly. <laughs> but there were a lot of energy. 9,100 people out there last night. Wow. Yeah, it was a big crowd. Sellout crowd, apparently. And, um, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. I, I love I love getting into live sports here in the offseason when I can just get in, watch some basketball, watch yeah. some football, whatever it is. I mean, I might even go to hockey games. Like I, would go, I, I love that stuff. Dude, I've never been to Hinkle. What? Never. Isn't that crazy? That seems... It seems like you need to, someone needs to fix that. I know. And I produced. Someone at the Butler Bulldogs, get this guy out here. I produced their games for three years on the radio. Really? Never been. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, we need to, yeah, we need to Pretty change wild. that. Doug Bowles, my stepdad, goes to a lot of Butler games. Ed Carpenter, did, my boss, goes to a lot of Butler games. Did, did Doug you, went to Butler. That's what yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, they both went to Butler, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, did they go there at the same time? No, I don't Doug's think a little so. bit older? Doug's a little bit older, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. At least I think so. This is, um. Huh. Uh, this is just out of the blue question, kind of what I do, but Deepu, what, wh- and you can pass on this. What did Deepu <laughs> do? He works at First Internet Bank. <laughs> that guy just, FIB. Lives, that guy just lives the life. Man. Oh yeah. Incredible lifestyle. If, if you don't, it, a lot of people might not know who this guy is, but he's one of my, one of my closest friends in, in the Indianapolis area. Some people call him the mayor of the city because he runs, you know, basically everything and oh, knows everyone. Definitely. Um, and so, yeah, it was. He's a great guy and just knows everyone and is a good businessman uh, and just lives life the right way at full throttle all the time, just like Rick Mears would. The 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 <laughs> phrase, if you think of a socialite, yes, that is Deepu. Socialite, the, the captain of the socialites. The man is like great he's like jay gatsby he's just everywhere doing everything like it's 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 insane it's phenomenal that he lives that way i love it that's true um yeah so i do need to get to hinkle uh you while you were there last night you said you got a facetime from our old friend oh, chase yeah. briscoe <laughs> so last night we're sitting at the game and, and chase briscoe uh incredible nascar driver he he was texting me, he's like oh man hinkle looks like it's rocking and i was like yeah man you watching he's like no nah, i'm in the race car i said what do you mean <laughs> And they were NASCAR was testing yesterday at uh-huh, Charlotte uh-huh. all day and apparently into the night as well. And Chase uh, was sitting sitting in his uh, NASCAR Cup car, new next gen car, and uh, FaceTimes me from the race seat. 
And I just, I was showing him the, you know, the court, what was going on in the game. And he was just sitting in the car. And uh, I love, I love a good seat FaceTime. I think that's hilarious when your drivers are just kind of hanging out and it's just a funny scene. I, I wonder what the people behind me thought, honestly, like who's this weirdo in a helmet with a <laughs> huffy bicycle sticker on his visor, you know, like what's going on here? See, what hilarious. I need is safely, right? And when they're not going full yeah, speed, but I they're need just sitting in the pits, right? But, but I need, uh, I need a driving FaceTime. I need like a Ricky Bobby driving FaceTime, you know, phone call situation. Can't to where do they're it, going. man. Yeah. That would be highly frowned upon. Too much money involved. Highly frowned upon. Too sadly. much danger going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, something else in NASCAR I wanted to get to and get your thoughts on. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> NASCAR's band, uh, the band Brass Against, the artist Brass Against. What is that? I don't know what that is. For peeing on fans at a show. Oh, I don't know if you saw this or not. Was that at that rock, whatever, rock fest or rock, rockville, rockville? Yeah. Brass against singer apologizes for peeing on fans face as NASCAR (laughs) permanently bans the band from its venues. Really? Um, Oh yeah. Because it was at Daytona. Yeah, well, I, let's see. I think the yeah the event was at Daytona. At least at the that seems track. to be the case for Brass Against and their singer Sophie Urista, <laughs> who on Tuesday night issued yet another apology for her actions <laughs> this past weekend at Welcome to Rockville Festival in Rockville, Daytona yes. Beach, Florida. I know a girl that was working down there and saw this event happen in real time. And again, it's a terrible thing. It's very disgusting. And and if you want to watch the videos are on the internet, I'm sure, but. This was just a wild scene that happened at a racetrack at a music festival, Daytona. And uh, you know what? Interesting, interesting deal. I'd be sure, (laughs) I'd make sure to be be very specific if you're going to look it up, though, because I can assure you this probably is not the only video of someone peeing on somebody on the internet. Yeah, I've heard about that. So make sure the brass against, you know, the singer, NASCAR, include all of those phrases. Yeah. Um, Keywords are important. Exactly. Keywords are important. So she says, this artist, Sophie Urista, says, I've always pushed the limits in music and stage. That (laughs) night I pushed the limits too far. Hey, no shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I Quote, mean, it was vile. <laughs> I love my family, the band, and the fans more than anything, and I know that some were hurt or offended by what I did. I apologize to them. Uh, I'm not a shock artist, she oh, says. Oh, okay. I was the one to put the music first. I'll tell you what wasn't going first, the music. <laughs> she was going number one something yeah. else there, brother. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, see... I mean, we're we're used to some pretty crazy concerts here in the city of Indianapolis, especially around the yeah, Indianapolis, bit, yeah. the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're and maybe maybe in the crowd, I'd say you might see something along yeah. those lines. But I haven't heard of anything on the stage like that we're seeing. Well, I guess America's back. We're, <laughs> we're fully back now. We got people being on faces. Being on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> on stage <laughs> must mean we've solved everything else. You know what I mean? Did you? Uh, <laughs> Did you catch the Colts on Hard Knocks last night? No, I, I I do need to watch it though. I I I, I like Hard Knocks. I'm not gonna lie. I do like it. I like getting a good look into the players' lives, see what's going on. I, I think it's a great show. First time around where they're doing it in season, which yeah. I bet is probably pretty what, interesting. What were your initial thoughts on it? Oh, I didn't watch it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch it and then we make it, maybe talk about it next week. <laughs> I just thought it was, you know, I mean, we got another, again, this is something we've talked about a lot on this show, uh, you know, professional sports reality shows. Yes. See you in the drive, drive to survive with formula. People One. love it, man. Hard knocks. Um, 
and so again, it's just another example of like, all right, how do we how do we translate that into into IndyCar? How do we yeah, get yeah. that successful? <laughs> how do we get that going? How do we get the hard knocks of IndyCar going? Gosh, I don't know, but I hope it comes. Like, hope it gets out here soon because there's we need something like that. Uh, you want to answer some Good questions? Hard knocks. Yeah, I think we got to. I want to just dip into the F1 race really quick because that was an yes, interesting yes, scene. Yes, yes. F1 in Brazil over the weekend, incredible racetrack. Uh, I was actually talking to Scott Speed about that over the weekend because Scott Speed, Scott Speed, American American Formula One driver, former American Formula One driver, now racing in Rallycross, and he says you know Brazil was one of his favorite tracks, which was really cool. I was actually watching. We were watching the Formula One race together. Sunday morning before the, um, you know, rally cross stuff. And it's cool watching a formula one race, like with a former formula one driver. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. cause it's like, he was telling us about like what that was like. And then what's like, and I, I like Scott speed a lot. I've known him for a long time. I think he deserved a better shot in formula one. I think he's still one of the most talented guys out there. Um, but yeah, it was cool to watch with him and, and, and just see what he has to say and see what was going on. But it was, it was a really good race. Like Lewis Hamilton, I think, we like I, I thought for sure Max Verstappen was our guy. He's going to win the championship. Yeah, he said and, that last week. And, and then you get Mercedes putting this new engine in, and the thing was flying down the straight. And I'm like, man, it's so interesting each weekend how tracks can tracks can basically be more suited for certain cars. Mm-hmm. And it's just the interesting thing about Formula One because it's not it's not like that in IndyCar. It's not like that in really NASCAR either. Um, but Lewis Hamilton looked like he had about 20 mile an hour on everyone on the straights, but he was also doing an incredible job. The guy had to start last in the sprint race on Saturday, get up to fifth, start fifth, and then try to win the race. And he did win the race. And him and Max had an incredible battle. There was a big, you know, a lot of argument over Max driving Lewis off the track. I don't know if you saw that at all, but I saw Twitter was blown up. There was it, a yeah. lot of, yeah. And I got on this racing spaces thing on Twitter where people were talking about racing and talking about this, this incident for a long time. And it's, it's something that people like, oh, Max should have been penalized for it. And I was like, uh, guys, literally every racing driver has done that to another racing driver. Like, if you're on the inside and there's someone trying to pass you on the outside, you are going to try to drive that person off the track. Like, it's just, it's just what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I can point to three instances right out the gate where I was done that. I, like, that was done to me this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I've seen... You know, I didn't talk to Scott McLaughlin for two weeks after he shoved me off the track road America. Like I was like, that's just what happens. Um, and you know, no Scotty. penalties for that. You know what I mean? And then, you know, there, there's obviously the extreme. If you're on the inside and you do actually hit that person off the track, well then maybe that's a little bit different, but this is like a no contact type scenario. So I, I think Max for sure is, is fine. You're going to do that. If Lewis was there in the inside, he would have done the same thing to Max and everyone's going to complain about it. So it's just right now, there's a lot of drama in Formula One. I think it's a little bit over-dramatized a little bit. Sometimes it's like, guys, they're racing. I'm sorry, but, like, if you're going to come down to penalties all the time, like, it's it's not going to be great. So, like, I like that there was no penalty. I think it's a normal racing thing, and that's, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, I saw Graham uh, Rahal either last week or this past weekend. He He said something on Twitter about, like, yeah, F1 has mastered the TV part. Of, oh yeah, of of reality racing, but now they just really need to work on the racing part. And I was like, "Damn, all right, <laughs> yeah. that's cool." I mean, and and to be fair, like it's good that they've got the good broadcast and they've got the good you know drama going on. But yes, there's there's a you know the the penalty side and the FIA interactions. I, I think there's there's a little bit too much of that. But also, you got to be fair. Like if you're going to penalize someone, penalize the same thing for the rest of the people. You know what I mean? So that's. It's, I think it's good. it's still a great season for them. But now that there's more and more eyes from the U.S., 
Guess who loves conflict and getting into people's lives? Well, America. Yeah, yeah. reality <laughs> show. I mean, guess who the loves reality? The country run by the yeah. Kardashians. Yeah, exactly. Guess who loves reality TV drama and stuff like that? America. And uh-huh. now that America's getting more involved, it's going to get dramatic. Yep. So that was that was one thing I wanted to get to on the Formula One race because it was fantastic. And again, the championship battle is going to go down all the way to the end. Where are they heading to next? Qatar. They're in Doha, Qatar. I've only flown through the Qatar airport, and it was a really nice airport, but I've not raced that track. Isn't that one of the wealthiest places? I assume so. <laughs> I don't know. I actually believe it's pronounced Cater. No, it's not. Really? <laughs> it's definitely not. I thought it was, I thought no, there was a whole Qatar. thing. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a whole thing about the World Trust Cup. Trust me, Joey. That's not how you pronounce it. We're not going catering here. All right. That's the most American thing you've ever said. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> All right, let's get into some questions here. Yeah, let's bring it on. Um, from Eric W. Lundquist. Top three Thanksgiving sides. Ooh, I love egg. You go first on that one. All right. Yeah. Thanksgiving next week, uh, week out from that. One of the best holidays out there. Um, one is mashed potatoes. I'm not, a, I'm not a potatoes guy. Mashed? No. No, no, You don't no, have no. a good plate of mashed potatoes no. on your Thanksgiving? Disgusting. Dries my mouth out. I'd, I can't do it. I, Gravy? I actually, no. Mashed potatoes are one of my least favorite things on the entire planet. <laughs> I, and I'm a weirdo for saying that. I know. All right. Uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, and then stuffing. I mean, that's the three. That's the holy okay. trinity. That's the holy trinity. I'm a big corn guy, corn casserole guy. Oh, God. <laughs> I love a good corn casserole, man. Are you kidding me? Give me some nice sweet corn or some uh, some sort of cornbread type casserole thing. And maybe... Uh, You're talking about drying out corn casserole? <laughs> no, no, no. It's delicious. It's got to be. It's got to be nice and... Wonderful. I think my mom makes this corn casserole thing. That's, maybe it's got a little spice in there. Maybe a little, little pop, right. hot peppers, corn hot peppers. I don't know. Okay. There's something delicious about that. I am a green bean guy, though, as well. Green beans, green beans are important. Are yeah, but yeah. I don't eat turkey. So, like, I, 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 can't, I can't, like, I'm a big, like, I'm only, I'm a pescatarian sort of right now. So, I'm okay. a big fish guy. So, my mom kind of creates some interesting dishes. But for me, there's also sweet potatoes. Again, not a fan. I can't. I can't do it. I don't like sweet potatoes that much. Yeah, I just mashed potato. I mean, that's Thanksgiving, yeah. dude. Mashed, I mean, I, green, I, I might limit my sides and, and then just go green beans and corn casserole. What about mac and oh, cheese? Oh, actually, stuffing. Oh, mac. <laughs> if there's mac and cheese there, I'm definitely see. Be you know what's weird one. though is mac and cheese. Kind of they play. They're they're kind of a, a an all year round player. Oh, well, yeah. Because you're stuffing having that, is very unique. I yes. would say stuffing would be it. Yeah. That's Stuffing unique. is Thanksgiving, but mac and cheese, that's 4th of July, brother. <laughs> mac and, you and cheese on- is in 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it could be today. Dude, yeah. you're having it at Easter. Oh, You're having it at Father's Day. Arbor Day. Arbor yeah. Day. <laughs> New Year. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. But you see mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. You're not mm. passing that up. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, from Samuel, Sam Hay here. Are you and Connor going to race the 206 class at Whiteland next season? <laughs> Boy, Joey, I'd love to see you. In the I, put me out there, man. Whiteland. I don't know. 
I don't even know if you know what that is, but I it's don't. a great go-kart. It's a great go-kart class. My little brother raced it. It's a fun, it's a fun competitive division. So what is that? I, like, what's the, what is the 206? It's not a lot of horsepower. It's, okay. it's, it's like, it's, it's beginner level, essentially. All right. You know what? It's enough speed to have a great time. Sounds perfect for me. I, 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 we are definitely going to get you out in a go-kart there at some Sounds point. Sounds very uneventful for you. No, it's fun. Like if you get in a proper race in those things, it's you know a lot of bump drafting, rubbing his racing type stuff. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I think Sam's out there. I think he goes and races with your brother too. There you go. So we get out there. Um, from T Breidenbach fourteen, soft or hard tortillas? Ooh, soft all day. Hmm. Don't give me a hard taco. That's just disgusting. I feel like I'm eating a, a soggy Dorito with my <laughs> with my with my taco. It's always. I mean, do you ever mix it up though at all? I, I'm a soft not. guy too. I'm a soft guy too. Uh, if only if I am like really desperately hungry, am yeah. I going to eat a hard shell taco? You don't like that crunch though. But it's what nice. I am okay with is I don't know if you remember or know or if Taco Bell still does this, but the I know where you're going. The hard shell inside of the soft mm-hmm. shell. Isn't that a gordita? Uh, some that? sort of gordita or I don't know, whatever that is. John, now, do you that, know? That I'm gord- okay with a yeah, gordita. gordita. <laughs> yeah, I, I will have that because okay. sometimes they put a little cheese in between the two layers, a little hard shell oh, cheese yeah, yeah. and soft shell. That I will have because it feels better on the initial mouth crunch yeah. than just going hard right out the gate. What about when you have a hard shell and, you know, because it always kind of crumbles when you bite into it. Hate but it. then I, I don't like that. But yeah. then afterwards, it's nice because you kind of have nachos. <laughs> Right, so you have like the taco, yeah, but and then now your falls. hands are covered in crap, and like you gotta, <laughs> ah, you gotta get a fork and like okay. soft taco. Guess what? One hand, wrap that thing up, right in, no dribbles. You're just yeah. full. It's, a, it's you gotta perfect. wrap it tight. It's gonna be well, a tight. Yeah, wrap. of course. No loose no. shells here. Yeah, no. Don't fajita this thing. <laughs> um, from AJ Hobson, who do we have making the college football playoff? Ooh, final that's four. A great, that's a great question. Uh, I would say you go first. I mean, obviously. Alabama. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't paid much attention. I have bet on some college football. I have. I, I, I want to know your four. Is Cincinnati going to get in there? That is big. Because I feel like I don't like to see what I don't like to see is the like the power schools always making it. You know what I mean? Like I get it. They got big programs. You know what I mean? Yep. I wish that like my whole thing is I wish the college football playoffs was at least eight teams. At least. You're an underdog guy. You're you, absolutely. You know. I want I want number two Cincinnati or whatever to come from the eight seed because obviously they're not ranked powerfully and go all the way to the final. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I, I want to see, I want to see some other schools get a chance. That's what I want to see. Gotcha. I got, um, I think it'll be Georgia. I'm going out. I'm going out on a limb here. I think it'll be, um, let's see. Georgia. Number one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number two. I'm gonna say Michigan. Okay. I'm gonna sit on this. Michigan. I'm gonna get ahead of it. Michigan plays Ohio State at Michigan this year. Okay. Interesting. Both of them have one loss. Yeah. If Michigan beats Ohio State in the last week of the season, they'll then come to Indy to play in the Big Ten Championship. Okay. And then if they win the Big Ten Championship, they'll have one loss, be the Big Ten champion, beat Ohio State. I think they'd get in. Wow. That's big. That's big. So I'm going Georgia, Michigan, um, Notre Dame, and How have I not heard Cincinnati. Alabama yet? 
Where where is Alabama? In this? Alabama's getting beat. Are they? By, are they not good? Alabama's getting beat by Georgia in the SEC championship. Okay. Give them two losses. Oh, see, I, I I just thought always Alabama beats everyone by well, sixty. <laughs> Alabama already has one loss, but then they're probably if they get by. I didn't hear Ohio by, State either because I just told you because oh. Michigan beat Ohio State <laughs> on the last week of the season at home. They finally That's will fair. beat them. All right. Then they'll go to the Big Ten championship. They'll win that. They'll get in with one loss as a Big Ten champion. Right. So the only undefeated team that will have. Well, I think since no. Yeah, so you have two undefeated teams. Yep. I think the number one seed would be Georgia, number four seed would be Cincinnati. I think the number two seed would be Michigan. I think the number three seed would be Notre Dame because they'll only I have one like loss that. and they'll give. Because that that seems like a little bit different. It seems like a different top four. Yeah, you know I mean it's it's not Clemson, Auburn, whatever, exactly. Alabama. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have like Georgia that. play Cincinnati in the first round, and then you have Michigan Notre Dame as a rivalry game in the college football playoff, two versus three. I'll tell you what, I, that's college football. Inside, that's it right there, right there, brother. That's yeah. inside talk. Someone right put there. us on Espen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Darren Johnson, favorite Marvel character? Captain America, obviously. That's funny because his follow-up <laughs> was in Why Is It Captain America? <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Captain America guy. Big Captain America guy. I just noticed, did you see the Lady Hawkeye that just got released yesterday? No. So you know Hawkeye, right? Yeah, yeah. Incredible guy, bow and arrow. Jeremy dude. Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yes. Obviously, one of the coolest actors, I think, of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a Lady Hawkeye. Uh, Haley Seinfeld is her name. Oh, really? Yeah. Haley Seinfeld is Lady Hawkeye now, which oddly, I just, I just, because Haley Seinfeld's brother, Griffin Steinfeld, is a friend of mine. Of really course. Nice guy. Well, uh, really random. I, and I did not know <laughs> this is the one of the most hilarious discoveries of all time over the last couple weeks. After seeing him like post about her, I was like, wait a second. That's his sister? <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. But Griffin was is like big into racing. He does a lot of drag racing stuff. We did the limo hot tub jump at Travis Pastrana's house with him. No like, joke. Uh, in, in 4th of July. Yeah. Really nice guy. And like, I was like, oh man, that's kind of cool. Like your sister is like wildly famous. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't talked to him about it yet at all. Cause like, I don't want to be like, hey, that weird guy that's like, Hey, your sister's really famous. That's cool. You know what I mean? Because like I like, like Griffin's my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just it's hilarious. Like he was at the premiere last night for Lady Hawkeye or whatever. Like it's Hawkeye, but now there's two of them. I, I guess knew. I don't really know. I I didn't know much about it until I just saw it posted on the internet yesterday. So as soon as you mentioned her name, I was like, he somehow has a tie to her. I, yeah, you have a you have a just, you have a six degree separation to literally everybody. Well, it's, it's, it's like now that we're talking about Marvel characters, I was like, here we go. It huh. was just an interesting topic. Life is hilarious. There's six, yeah, six degrees of separation. Absolutely. You um, you kind of hit on this a little bit, a lot actually at the start. A lot. Um, but um, Alan wants to know if if not IndyCar full time, what series would you want to do full time? I think. I think for me, it's got to be truck racing right out the gate. Want to make the switch to NASCAR and just get in, get into it. That's that's my uh, option. Okay, and then two more here from uh, Nathan underscore A. Did Max intentionally force Lewis off the track? Absolutely, but that's what any other driver would do too. I think the interesting part about it is sometimes you can go side by side to these corners. Sometimes, but it's rare because on a road course, like if they if that guy's making the move underneath you, whoa, yeah, I mean. It's already a late braking maneuver, and so when you brake late on the inside, guess where your car is going to go? Well, you're going to drift a little bit to the outside because you got to use that space. So, I think that's racing. That's motorsport. That's it. That's racing, baby. Racing. And then the last one here from uh, the Jake Spooner: If you were able to win the lottery, or if you were to win the lottery, what's one outrageous purchase you would make? 
You go first. <laughs> I have a lot of plans for this, honestly. Okay. I would build the most ridiculous house. Okay. It's not buying things, but I would just, I, I want a house with a motocross track that you could obviously drive. Not everything, like Can-Ams, motocross, four-wheelers, everything. I want a full track. I want a giant foam pit, and I want a pool, a big pool, and uh, something that would launch you from the pool to the foam pit, like a jet ski. And so like you the- could jet ski from the pool into the foam pit. And... Now, is there a return? Do you have like a slingshot to then bring you back from the no, 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 just a hoist to the pool, a, a hoist, a big, nice, a nice hoist. Okay, yeah. Um, and I, I just, I think, just fun stuff. I want to have the ability to have also an oval track, a pavement oval track at my house. Yeah, where we could just drive stuff and a fleet of vehicles. That'd be awesome. So, like, that's. I think if I won the lottery, obviously that would cost a lot of money. Where you, where you building that? Where you building that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, West Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere a lot of land. Get out there. Obviously. I don't know. I think Indiana would be a pretty fun place. Uh, but also, maybe not. Like, maybe you go out into the middle of Wyoming and do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get in the mountains a little bit. Maybe okay. get Montana, Wyoming, you know, yeah. somewhere where you can avoid taxes, obviously. Sure. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know that was a tax- thing, but... <laughs> yeah. Avoid as many taxes as possible. Tax shelter type place. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so I think that's that's really what I would do. And I want a giant boat, a yacht. I want a yacht. Yachts okay. are really cool, I think. It's never, a little bit excessive. I, I have really have not either. I've not been on a yacht before, but they seem, according to Instagram, awesome. Seems like a lot of ladies would like to join you on that. Well, as a single man, I assume that, yes, that could be a nice um, swaying object to have in my possession definitely yeah definitely like hey he has diabetes and is a ginger but he's got a boat (laughs) got a yacht (laughs) different than a boat yeah um i what would you buy (laughs) i would i would create my own indycar team Oh, <laughs> best way to make a million dollars is start with a billion in racing. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, uh, make my own. I would purchase, I would have, uh, Connor Daly as my driver. Boom. Uh, rank somebody else. Um, Hinch you know, maybe we have two. Me yeah. And Hinch, Cause you, we're both unemployed. <laughs> you and Hinch. And, uh, maybe uh, I could get, uh, me and Kenny Moore have talked about it. We could do a little mojo racing, Love um, that. or JFM racing or something like that. And uh, have my own IndyCar team, and I would pour all my money into that, and we would win the Indy 500. And <laughs> I love we this. Would, we would party forever and flip everybody off who doubted. I love. I. I. That's you know what. Round of applause in the chat for that. I love. I love, I love <laughs> that, that. That. That is. That is what I would do. I would be that. I would be. I would be, be that like, guy. I'd be like the Mark Cuban of IndyCar. Oh, incredible! I would like get the into Dan it. The Dan Bilzerian of I IndyCar. I would give no shits. I would you know rip people if they're bumping my drivers. <laughs> yeah. I would run my throw team. lawn would, chairs I would at them. Yeah. Be the biggest fan and the owner, and it, we, it would be awesome. Everybody would want to drive for me. Our car would purely be sponsored by like Bush Light, but obviously <laughs> we're not getting any financial benefits from Bush Light. We're just buying a bunch of beer and putting it on the car. Exactly. I love that. Yep. That's what I would Massive do. Massive corporate sponsorship incoming. Uh, all right. Those are the questions. Random Indy 500 driver. Yeah, here we go. So I actually had this one suggested to me yesterday. Oh, beautiful. 
Yeah. Um, which I actually forgot. I, I don't I don't I don't know if I ever met this guy, but this is from the two thousand one Indy five hundred. Two thousand one. Okay. So we're Elio Castroneves wins this. Yes, one. he did. A lot of Brazilians in this event, which I did notice. It was like a big Brazilian uh flux of drivers. But this guy, uh Corey Witherill. Now I don't know much about Corey. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I might have met him back when I was an aspiring racing driver. Here we go. Okay. Corey Witherill, C O R Y Witherill. He was a rookie. Yes, 2001. 2001. He was started by Radio Shack. Started 11th. Classic Radio Shack. The most 2001 sponsorship yeah. <laughs> in the world. Radio Shack, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about him, but is there is there is there anything interesting there? I I, I want to learn more about Corey Witherill. I, I think so. It looks pretty interesting. Uh, Corey Witherill, born December 17th, 1971. So he's about to turn 50 here in about wow. a month. Um, he's a Native American uh, Navajo race oh, car driver. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, so he was like the first apparently like Native American Indy 500 starter. Or something there you like that. go. Started 11th. He's from Los Angeles. Um, qualified in the 2001 Indy 500 to become the only full-blooded Native American to race in the Indy 500. Wow. See, that's exactly that's that's, incredible. The, that's what Brian had mentioned. I, that's wild. Very very good cool. for Corey. So he started 11th. He finished 19th. Um, it didn't work out for him in IndyCar or after that. 2002, he had eight podium finishes and one win at uh, the Nashville Super Speedway. So he All right, then so went on to racing, yeah, yeah. He then went on to uh, NASCAR. It sounds like nice. I, I believe I actually do remember that. But yeah, Corey Witherill was a name that like when he said it, I was like, I remember that name, but I don't know like why. And like that's what there's a significance there. There's very unique Indy 500 history right there. Yeah, absolutely. This Good is what him. we're here to learn is unique Indy 500 history. And starting 11th as a rookie, I mean, that's, that's solid. Uh, yeah, that's a solid. In 2001. Solid start good field. There. That was a good field. Yeah, um, a lot of Brazilians. Jimmy Vassar, I believe, was in that. Tony one. Stewart started Tony Stewart, third. Yeah. Buddy Lazier fourth. Sam Hornish Jr. fifth. Scott Goodyear, sixth. Scotty Al Goodyear. Jr. Man, Elio started in the... What, what is that? <laughs> 12th, 13th. He started like 14th, and he came oh, wow. all the way up and won. Yep. Qualifying at Indy doesn't matter, baby. You just got to be there at the end. Robbie Gordon, Ari Leyendike. Yeah, there's a, I, I enjoy Fisher. doing this random Indy 500 driver. Ricky Treadway, random Indy 500 driver of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, let's see, there's, there's five Brazilians in this race yeah. in that, in that 500. You want to see if I can name them all? Yeah. Okay. Felipe Giafoni, yep. Elio Castroneves, mm -hmm. Gilles de Ferrin, mm -hmm. Bruno Junqueira. Yep. And drove Tony Canaan. No. No. Drove the 88 car. Uh, 88. Oh, um. Starts with an A. Aaron Dare. Nice. Ha! Yes! I just named all nice. five Brazilians. Nailed it, bro. <laughs> I love that. Our uh, former um, Ricky Trotaway Random Indy 500 Driver of the Week, Stan Waddles, failed Stan to qualify. Waddles. Oh, man. Old Stanny. Yeah, Stanny Waddles <laughs> not making it in the 01 field. Oh, tough look for our boy there, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why he's a random one. Yeah, hey, old you know? Stan. There you go. We learned, though. We That's our guy now. 
All right. <laughs> that's uh, that's beautiful. Shout out to Corey Witherell uh, there in the L1 Indy 500 field. Absolutely. Beautiful. Um, so this weekend, like you said, Connor, unfortunately, got uh, no a little screw job <laughs> yeah. out of the racing there. Uh, you know, we're all everybody knows where I'll be now. So Saturday, come on down to Brothers downtown Indy. Uh, Going to be having a great time watching college football, hanging, eating food, drinking uh, beers and beverages. White Claws, maybe. Have, yeah. So have some fun with us down there. Uh, again, be sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, rate us, review us, so it helps the algorithm. So we keep shooting up those charts. Yep. Thank you so much. Thanks to the Shop Indie for the logo, the beautiful logo, the Speed Street design. We're on YouTube as well. Just search Joey Molinero. You can catch us in this awesome uh, new big studio that we're in. Connor, you got anything else? That's it. Appreciate everyone, as always, for listening. And uh, it's really cool to hear who has been listening to us. So, like, I, I think this has gone further than than I really expected because I didn't know. I just I like talking about motor racing, and I like talking with my friend here, Joey. So, yeah. It's cool to see where it's gone and and keep spreading the word if you can. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week on Speed Street. Speed Street.